I think we're live. All right, we are live. What's up, Cutter Nation? John Sentez here. Got a guest, Ryan Morris. But first, you know, we got to run over to my website, check out my gear. It's getting a little chilly out there. I got these awesome hoodie, uh, non-hooded sweatshirts with the pocket in the front. Like, you know you want them. They're medium thickness, but they're pretty nice. Love to wear them all the time. I got new shirts coming out. Check out my strikeout season we got here. I'm going to put this in front over here. It's always strikeout season. You know strikeouts pay the bills. That may or may not be the new one that's going to be coming out soon. Um, stay tuned for that. Also want to give a shout-out to Brain Armor. These guys are awesome. Check out their Omega stuff. This is unbelievable for recovery. I've been doing this for about 10 years. People freak out when they, when they hear that I take about 10 or 12 a day, but that's why I'm 32 and I feel like I'm 16. So do what you got to do. But without further ado, from Crucible Performance, the man that is always on point on the energy, whether it's 4.30 or 12.30 at night, Ryan Morris from Ryan. Ryan, welcome. Welcome. Hey, good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Pumped up. Yeah, I'm the dude, I'm pumped up. You pump me up in the morning. I mean, I, I try to grind all the time and make sure that I'm being positive and moving through and doing stuff. And you're over at 4.30 in the morning just letting everybody know at any age, like, hey, anybody can do this. Yeah, you better believe it. It's all, it all comes down to that mindset. Just got to get up, got to get going. Yeah, really. I, I totally believe that. I, I, I think that, um, you know, everybody has those regrets. Like, you, you try not to have regrets, but when you see people, you know, that you played with, that you grew up with, and this, and, and, and people just start asking you, how do you get so much done? And I, and I really, I don't, I, I think the simple question is just, or the simple answer is just, I just do it. Like, just period. There's no, there's no, secret there's no you just do it that's all it is you, you do the best as you can every day and that really seems like especially you being on the east coast of maryland area correct yeah you got it yeah um it, i'm an east coast i'm actually 20 minutes from there so it's uh <clears throat> i'm used to the east coast thing and everything from there and i know all about maryland i'm a, a little bit of a florida state fan we're not very good this year but <laughs> You know, we, we've always had our little Maryland stuff in there. So let's yeah. start with your awesome business, Crucible Performance. Why don't you take us through the history of, of what you've done and where you started that, where you got that idea from, and how it evolved to that awesome building that you have behind you. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's been really kind of quite the progression. We've really been around since 2016, but the, the idea and the foundation and the basis for it started way, way before that. Um, you know, I was coming out of school. I actually was a graphic design major. I was uh, working with the government. I was doing all that fun stuff, uh, sitting behind a desk, and it was driving me nuts. Like, there's no way that I could just sit behind a desk and do nothing. So, you know, I got out of that, and then it was really kind of like, what, what's next? What, what do I like to do? What do I love to do? And I realized that I love helping people. I, I wanted to make a difference in people's lives. Um, you know, and sitting behind a desk just wasn't doing it. Um, so I was like, hey, let's, let's get into this training thing. You know, I, I was a college athlete. You know, I, I've been around a weight room my entire life. Uh, so I love helping people in that way. So let's, let's get into that. So it was, you know, just through shadowing some, some friends of mine. And, hey, let me see if I even like doing this. Uh, you know, trying to find a mentor to, to see if this would even work, if, if this is a plausible path for my life, you know, and that's oftentimes one of the hardest things is right out of college, like, you know, everything's set for you. And then it's like, well, I can do anything I want. 
but then that's kind of terrifying at the same time. Uh, so I was in that process of figuring out what I needed to do, got in as a personal trainer and guess what? Nobody wanted to train with me. It was like, what? Like nobody. It's like, I'm passionate about this. I love this, but nobody wants to, to, to hang out with me. Nobody wants to train with me. So, you know, I really started digging into like my purpose. Like, what am I trying to do? Am I just trying to take money out of this person's pocket to pay my bills? Or am I like really trying to change somebody's life? Like what it, it's that whole Simon Sinek, you know, what's, what's your why kind of thing. Start with why it, it goes back to that. And I realized, you know, this is my purpose. This is my passion. This is where I have uh, an immense amount of passion for what I'm doing. So let's, let's try to shift the focus. And from as soon as I started being authentically me, you know, it is when people started, I went from not having any clients to being the number one trainer at, uh, at a location, big box gym that I was at. So, you know, from there it was kind of like, okay, there's, there's a bigger picture. There's a bigger picture to what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, so a buddy of mine, who's got a, a gym in this area was like, Hey, why don't we do this thing together? Perfect. Let's do it. This is exactly what I'm wanting. There, there's more to this than just sitting in this big gym. There's more that we can do. Um, did that for about 13 months. And then the, uh, the big box gym decided, Hey, you know what? We're not uh, so happy that you're doing that. And, uh, you know, it started to go down the legal process with non-competes and all that fun stuff. So, you know, that, <laughs> That, that gets a little scary uh, when you have you know, a, a multi-million dollar business saying, hey, you know, we're not really too fond of what you're doing. Um, and, but that was, again, a, a fork in the road for me where it's like, okay, am I going to let this challenge you know, stop me? Or is this really what I'm passionate about? And uh, it, it was something I was passionate about. So let's, let's get after this. So I had a uh, – the non-compete was I had to be outside of a five-mile radius so I found my first location was 5.9 miles outside of the radius and uh, started my business in the back corner of like a big batting cage and uh, kind of started from there. And uh, it was really through uh, trial and adversity that kind of crucible came out of it, you know, and that's the whole crucible name. It, it's more than just like a name it, it, and more than just a brand. It's, it's really that lifestyle and that mindset that, you know, through a crucible, and for anybody not familiar with what a crucible is, you know, you, it's basically like a cup or a pot that you, uh, you put metals and ores into and you heat them up and you refine it, you know, crucible steel, you know, intense temperatures um, and it, it melts away all the impurities. So we get, you know, athletes coming in and we have that idea that you're coming in in a raw form and we're going to melt you down. We're going to put you through the trials. We're going to put you through the adversity. But on the other side, you're going to be stronger. You're going to be better better for it. And then that same application happens in life. I mean, you know that, you know, you're going to have those trials. You're going to have that stuff that comes up and it's like, why is this happening? But it's making me better. You know, it's making me better. And uh, that's why we have right on our, on our bands and stuff, you know, snap your bang, get your mind right. And our, our big saying is cherish the challenge, you know, love that challenge, embrace that challenge because through that challenge, you're getting better. Um, so, you know, we went from, about 1,500 square feet um, in, in that one location. New owners came in, didn't like that we were there, and it was we got the boot. And it was like, holy moly, here we go. Like, we're just a year in, and we're already getting booted out. Uh, we got to figure this out. But it's that mindset of like, good, I'm glad, because now this is an opportunity to grow. Um, the Jocko. The Jocko. Jo good. Oh, I love good. We, we walk around here all the time just looking at each other like, good. 
good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but it, it's such a great mindset and it fits so much with what we're trying to do here. Um, so we, we just got into this location here about a month and a half ago. Um, but that was after eight months of looking. Um, we, this was the 14th location we tried to get into. Um, you know, certain ones, it looked like we were done deal. This is going to be it. Um, and then the day that we were going to sign the lease, oh, hey, we, we leased it to somebody else. You know, and we're like, what is, what is going on? You know, and that, that was brutal. six months. Yeah, oh, brutal. But it was, it was that idea of, you know what, God's got a bigger plan. Like there's something better coming. Um, so it, 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 the, the brand, the name, where we're at, it, it's the crucible. It, it's got the faith side of things, but it's also got that just that mindset of good. Like I'm getting better through, through the challenges, through the hardships. And now here we are. And uh, next challenge, challenge accepted. Let's go. So that's awesome. There's two things that I thought of. One, you behind a desk as a graphic designer, just know it, like following you for a little bit now and seeing how much yeah. energy you want. You, you were probably like a little kindergarten ADHD kid. ADHD oh. kid. They couldn't sit down behind the desk. Like it's, it was awful. Like I love doing the graphic design. Like I did all the stuff for us. I still do that. But man, to say sit there for eight hours and just stare at a computer, nope, didn't work. So we, we have that connection, you know, because I, I have a degree in advertising marketing. So we yep. speak the same language and I totally, I totally get it. You know, my yeah. my girl, my family, we we talked about a lot of stuff and things are doing and you know, the lifestyle as a trainer and how things go. And it's just your hours are kind of weird sometimes with stuff, yeah. you know. And and uh, at one point I thought about trying to see if I could do something else and get behind a desk and do stuff. And the further, further I got into it, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know if I can sit down and listen. You know, I mean, I could, I've gone this far without working with anybody, working for anybody, really. I'm 32. So I don't know if I want to start now, you know, and I really want to see how long I can go. Cause I don't feel like I work I, every day. I don't, I just, I get in, I, I, you know, I'm growing my business on everything stuff over here and, and, seeing some really fun, cool results when, you know, I, I'm not sure how you've been follow, how long you've been following, but I transitioned from one baseball facility to actually a sports performance gym. And yep. that really took a lot of my performance of my guys to the next level because I had more space, yep. I had better equipment, and I was able to put more of a big picture idea. Um, and instead of doing, um, you know, lessons on the hour on the hour, now I've got systems in, in, installed where if you come in with me, Come in 15 early because we're going to get your warm up. We're going to get you rolled out. We're going to get things going. You're going to get your your throwing in and all your stuff. But then I'm going to have an arm care sheet that you're going to hit afterwards. And then I'm going to have a I have a dice. How about this? I have a dice with six workouts on it. Okay? Uh -huh. Each workout has five cat five workouts. Okay. You roll the dice or yeah five. You roll the dice. That's the number you're doing. You roll it again. That's the other number you're doing. Beautiful. I love it. So it keeps it random. Keeps yeah. it so so you know you you can and each one of them has a push pull legs upper. Yeah. I'm a little bit more on your style of stuff and I'll have you explain in just a minute but I think of the agility and the overall you know working the total body every time they come in. I just I know that a lot of these kids especially some of my older high school guys they work out on their own already. Yeah. So I want to be like, you know what? I want to fill in these gaps with a lot of maybe some of these balance RDLs on, you know, on a yeah. BOSU or balance RDL with uh, with some different weighted balls I'm throwing at them. I'm trying to work on some of these specialized systems yeah. so I can get them more stable, get them working faster and go from there. Wow. Um, that being said, that being said, let's transition because you have, you know, it, it just looks like 
a playground. And, and I mean that in the most positive, you know, is. positive way, because that's really what I'm seeing. You know, you, you obviously it sounds like you do the same research I do with Jocko and a yeah. lot of some of these other guys and these training systems. And, and, you know, you hear low reps, you hear high reps, you hear, you know, all these different styles, these training philosophies. And, and, and I'm, I really like surveying and, and consensusing with my, some of my guys that I follow online and I love to help stuff because I like sharing information as much as Absolutely. I can as the next one, especially if I'm, you know, it doesn't really sound like you're in the pitching world too much, but I'm sure you're following all the drama going on over in our world with you're either a weighted ball guy or you're not. Yep. And like everybody freaks out about it. And everybody, you know, my favorite argument to the whole thing, whether you're a weighted ball or not, and especially us being America. Every American kid has grown up throwing a football and nobody got hurt throwing got got hurt throwing a football. And if you it, nobody knows how much a peewee football weighs, yeah. but I'll just help everybody. It's one pound. Okay. So <laughs> let's just calm down. All right? right. Weighted balls aren't that bad. It's not that big a deal, you know. But in the same sense, if you don't know what you're doing, just like yeah. if you were to go just full on sprint all the time without getting everything nice warmed up, you, you're you're raising your chance of injury. And yeah. so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I, I am a pro weighted ball guy, but that's just because, the, and I'm sure you attack this philosophy too, is if there's anything that I see that's new or a program that someone approaches me about, have you seen this? I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to try it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to see what, what it feels like. If, if I can feel, you know, I'm going to do some research on it. Okay. This person said they feel this here. Okay. Let me see what I can do to replicate that and see if I like it. Does it hit the part? Do I understand what it's trying to do so I can explain it to the athlete? Yeah. So that being said, let's get back to your playground and, and let's go over your philosophy because I, I really like a lot of the stuff that you go over. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing, and we, I actually do quite a bit of pitching stuff uh, as well. So that's, that's another reason why I like following what you guys are doing. I love seeing those little guys out there making it happen. You know, oh, dude, I, it's one of my favorite times. And like, I get, I get awesome. so much crap from people. They're like, you have eight year olds throwing like shovel firing and running gun. I go, yeah, yes, I do. They're going to do they, it anyways. I know exactly. Why not do it? Why not do it in a little bit more of a scientific thing with the radar gun with, yeah some targets with some goals with some things like you know and I've got a couple eight-year-olds that I've had I got one eight-year-old that I've had for almost a year and no I'm sorry it's only been eight months but he went from 40 to 58 and he's almost gonna hit he's got 59 now on a shovel fires That's and great. he he drops he dude he drops bombs he throws no hitters <laughs> but a lot of the stuff that people see you know on there is him doing running guns leg mm -hmm. lifts shovel fires lean, you know a bunch of the yeah. drills that I do but what they don't see is He's also killing it on – he can do a front rack step up with a 25-pound dumbbell at eight years old. That's awesome. With a leg step up, leg lift. You know, and, and he's just strong, and we've been working on it. And, the you know, the parents bought in. They understand he's doing he's doing his bands every day on his own. Perfect. You know, and he, he makes it a thing where he – you know, and, and it, you can – you went over the why earlier, and I really mm -hmm. think that we don't – as as – I would even say as parents even, because I deal with this on parents all the time. I get more out of the kids right in front of the parent because I believe that I explain the why from the beginning. Yeah. And so the kid's over here doing his bands and he's just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. And then I have to go over, hey man, let me let me explain to this. If you don't do this exactly at this angle, 
we're not going to hit this deep muscle that we need that's going to help decelerate our arm. And you can only go as fast as you stop. So if you don't do that, then that really tells me the rest of your exercise that you did weren't very good. And instead of you maximizing how much better you got today, you kind of phoned it in at about 20%. Yeah. So you didn't really do everything you could have, and now you're just delaying your process to get to the big leagues. Absolutely. Once I tell a kid that, okay, all right, I got everyone. everyone Let's I'm go. Focus on the. Now I understand why technique's important. Okay, yep. cool. And then I get, you know, you get more of. I just don't understand why, you know, you see a lot of other people going about things like that, and they don't yeah. see them really explaining that why, or at yep. least, you know, you you see both. I see a lot of guys like you, you know, your your clients. You know, I got Joe Hansen baseball, my boys up in Chicago. I got the natural ball player up, and there's a, the 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 Instagram world of training is really expanding nicely. Yeah, and and this this process of limited arms, tuck your glove, flat mm-hmm. back. You know, right. all of these older things are really you. I, I'm actually seeing. I don't know what you are in the past year or two. Yeah, a lot of this information is getting moved out of the way. Absolutely. And and, and, you're, and I'm seeing a lot of people start going, oh, okay, velocity matters. Yes, it does. 100%. 1,000% yes. That's one of the biggest reasons why I didn't get to where I was is because I didn't throw hard enough soon enough. Right. And that's, that's the whole thing I try to explain to everybody. And they're like, you didn't throw hard? Yep. I, I, I hit 96 when I was at my, pre, well, at my peak. Everything was going great. And I said, but I got too old for where I was. So, yep. Crazy stuff from there. So anyway, back to your stuff from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think our biggest thing is we try to create, regardless of what sport you're playing, we just try to create great athletes because you, you find that great athletes are going to be great athletes in a lot of different sports. You know, and 80% of what we do with, whether it's a rugby player or a baseball player or a softball or lacrosse, like they all have to be able to be more explosive. They often be able to run faster. No parent ever comes in and says, hey, can you make my kids slower by any chance? Like, no, we're, we're going to go faster. We're going to try to make them faster. We're going to be able to try to get more explosive. You know, we want to do all those things. Now, there are, you know, your, your sports-specific kind of stuff um, you know, with the arm cares and that, things like that. But, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, uh, a good athlete's a good athlete. Um, so that's kind of the approach that we take. Um, and, and then, like, a lot of the, the pitching stuff, that, that you're getting into. I try not to classify or jump into any group of like a hundred percent. Yes. Or a hundred percent. No, I really feel like every athlete is different. Uh, so while one athlete, man, weighted ball might be amazing for you. Another one I might look at and say, man, it, this just isn't for you. Me. I got a lot of benefit out of weighted ball, but then there's other kids that I look at and I'm like, you just need to get strong first. Like the weighted ball isn't going to help you as much. Like, let's just get you to be able to, you know, reverse lunge your body weight or something like that. Like let's, uh, let's, let's get strong first. Ooh. Uh, so, so now you're, now you're on something there with, with the reverse body weight. Cause I know where you, I know where we're going with that. Cause yeah. what are your thoughts on that? On that 90 mile per hour formula? The, the, the formula. I think, I think there's a lot of good, I see where he goes with it. I don't think it's like, man, if you do this, this is going to be the result. But I do think that there is uh, a lot of correlation. I've, he's made the comment before where it's like, hey, I've seen a lot of guys squat double body weight and never touch 90. Like, that was me. You know, I could, I was like two and a half times body weight, but I maxed out at 88. Okay, yeah. why? Like, what, what, what was the thing? Um, so, but I, I love unilateral. I love that idea. Um, yeah. So, 
we do a lot of that. Now, we do have some of our guys, we get after it on some squats, like front squats, you know, a lot of bilateral stuff. But when you look at a lot of sports, it's it's a lot of unilateral. It's It kind of goes back to the Mike Boyle thing where he's he's all about the unilateral uh, training and that kind of stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as we're becoming better athlete, like, I, I, again, I don't want to say, hey, a bilateral squat for you is bad. Why? Yeah. Like, because certain things are going to work. It worked for me. You know, it's worked for a lot of other guys. I know Tim Hudson back in the day, you know, he was squatting well over 400 and for reps and he, he did all right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, I try not to, to jump down any one rabbit hole a hundred percent. Like True. this is it. Um, Cause everybody's different. Everybody yeah. moves differently. Everybody responds differently. And I think that's our job as coaches is to truly coach and figure out like, Hey, this is what this kid needs. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. I, uh, I'm not sure if you listened to the podcast where he explained it and I did not. I, oh, okay. So I got you on this one because it, this will make sense now. He, um, what I really liked about Dr. Heenan's uh, explanation of his formula is it's not a, um, it's not a workout. It's a metric of measurement that he's got over 500 athletes. What, you know, what he claims, but for what I'm seeing, I put myself yeah. through it. It makes sense why I am over 90. And then right. it also allows for things to where, you know, if you can't do this pull up or you can't do this long toss or you aren't at this weight, it makes sense. It's like, Correct. it makes sense. This is only the possibility of yes. what you're doing from there, which makes me excited because I'm predicting that he's going to come out with the 95, the 92, mm -hmm. maybe the yeah. 97, you know, and those are just harder to mm -hmm. um, get that data, obviously, because you don't have those athletes that are you know, doing that stuff. And, um, by, by the way, uh, bilateral, um, correct me if I'm wrong here. We're talking about like your feet square and you're squatting yeah, and then exactly. unilateral. Yeah. Almost like a split stance, you know, like I, try a split to, stance, yeah. I try to, I try to make sure everybody, <laughs> I yeah. get all the terms and everything, but a lot of the times I say that to my athletes are like, huh? And I'm uh, like, yeah. Uh, toes together square. You know, <laughs> right. That's, yeah. That's, that's what we're doing there. You got you know? it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm big on the one legged. Um, I honestly think that's when I trained, you know, I don't know if you know my story, but I, I broke my elbow my senior year in college and had two surgeries with, uh, and it took me three years to get back. And I got all the way back on my own, really went through multiple, uh, went through the Andrews Institute, had to fire them, um, ended up finding this uh, mom and pop um, a rehab facility that they actually did my right knee ACL in high school, went back to them because they, when I when I went to to Andrews, um, I was just one, another cog in the machine. There were thirty trainers in there, and I, I one guy with three other people. I'm talking to this one guy, trying to tell him about what's going on with my elbow, and he just doesn't get it. You know, he, he gets it, but he doesn't have time because he's got three other people that he's working with. So then I ended up getting to a better situation, and we were able to like experiment with some stuff and work on some things, and I was able to ask them about some mechanical things, some body issue things. And then what, what was really cool is what was understanding is, you know, a lot of the ideas and things that I was asking them about, about, okay, when I get back healthy, what do you think I should do as a physical therapist to throw harder? What do you, what do you think? Sure. Like, what's your idea? You mm -hmm. know, cause, and so I just started surveying a bunch of people and yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff they said was was same thing about athletics, about this and that. And they were like, we just really don't know anything about how you do what you do. And then I realized that I was like, okay, so you understand the muscles and the mechanics and how, but you just don't know how, you don't know what the phrasing or, or even how you're trying to move it. 
so I just spent basically three years watching some of the best in the big leagues. And this is back, I'm 32. So this is, yeah. shoot, this is 10 years ago, really, when I started this and, and just started going, okay, why does Josh Beckett not have any arm problems? Why does Verlander not have any arm problems? Yeah. And started looking at all these guys, researching as much as I can. You know, I think there's a video that's like Justin Verlander's mom tells a story about how he wouldn't stop. He threw every day at his high school until he could throw it from foul pole to foul pole. And like, it's just what he wanted to do. And you know, you take stories like that, start putting them all together. You hear, you know, like Mariano Rivera would, would, would throw rocks all day long. And then his right. goal was to throw like 500 rocks or something like that. Like, Oh, okay. All right. So we're just, and so you start like, instead of getting the specifics, you start going the other way and you start going big picture on stuff. And you yeah. start going, they're just throwing. Yep. They're just throwing, and, I, and I'm sure you get the message all the time. And, like, it's my favorite thing, and a lot of people think that I'm being sarcastic, but it's the most simple, easiest answer. Like, when kids ask me, how do you want to throw hard? I go, throw hard. Throw, just throw do hard. it. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. Try it. Stop being afraid to miss. Stop caring where it goes, and just throw it. If you miss, like, I, it's so funny I, when I get kids in there for the first couple times, and I'm like, I don't care if you hit the ground, the ceiling, or the yeah. net. I don't care. Just throw it. How fast can you throw it? Yep. You know, and then I've got some, okay, as long as you follow through like this and this stuff happens and you finish loose and you're honest with how you feel, you don't mm -hmm. push through that, you're going to be fine. You may get a little tender afterwards. We'll take a little bit. We'll do some stretching and some stuff. Maybe even do get, an, get maybe you can get another pump in real quick. Yeah, so yeah. I just try to see if we can get it to feel better. Yeah. And then we'll try it again. If not, cool. We reached our limit for the day. We're going to do a bunch of arm care, get some exercises in, and then go home and see you tomorrow. Yep. And, and I, you just don't see – that idea of training is just not popular right now. You yeah. know, it's, it's, let me take a million ground balls. Let me take a million hacks. Let me, yeah. you know, there's, there's no, there's no strength work. Is that what you see on your side of stuff? Ab oh, absolutely. I'm seeing the trend of just more, 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 more. And at, at some point from the strength and conditioning side of things, I'm saying, Hey, like, yeah, okay, more, I understand the idea behind it, but, we got to make sure that it's focused kind of like you were talking about with your, your J bands, your band care, whatever. Like I, we tell our athletes all the time, like you can go through this, like you can go through the motions of this or you can get something from this. Like don't just waste our time. Uh, so if you're going through 500 reps of ground balls, well, that's great. But did you really get anything from it? Did you make yourself any better? Um, you know, so we see a lot of that as well on our end. Um, lacrosse is huge here in our area. Um, you know, and we see a bunch of these girls having shin problems and ACL issues. And it's like, well, when's the last time you took a break and actually trained and got strong and, you know, learn how to be explosive and learn how to decelerate kind of like you were talking about. Um, well, we, we don't, we just play year round. Well, like I, I get it then. So, you know, I think more, more has got to be a specific more, like there's gotta be a reason there's gotta be a why behind the more. Um, so it, it, it's not just haphazardly doing more just because you saw somebody else do it and it, uh, understanding why, like, why did Verlander do that? Like, why did it work? Like, like you said, why, why does that stuff work? Not just going because it's the latest Instagram fad or the latest, you know, some coach put out a DVD. Well, okay. Sh show me, show me why, like, tell me why first. Um, and I think that's why the 94 going back to that, like, like, and that makes perfect sense. Cause that's kind of like what I was, that's what I was seeing out yeah. of his information was, yeah. I'm not saying do this, 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 and this is going to happen. I'm just saying, 
the people that do this throw 95 96 can do this yeah um, exactly. so uh and i love that approach it's like just show me show me the fact show me the science show me why it works and let, let's go so yeah. and that's yeah. one of those things that i was talking about too is where i just put myself through it i was like all right let's see the pull-up stuff little weak, not big on pull-ups, weird, you know, and uh -huh. then went through everything else, the, the the long toss, you know, I think I got to like 370, Whew. 370, yeah, I, I stay, hey, I still do it, it's just, you That's know, awesome. a little bit different though, I, I, I'm i only, oh dude, I, I think I'm like a year now, it's been a year since I've played professionally, but uh -huh. the funny thing is, I've been playing down in Mexico, because I live here in San Diego, so it's yeah. like 20 minutes, they have Sunday leagues where I still kind of get paid to pitch on Sunday. So like, Very good. it actually works out better in my schedule because I'm like, all right, I know Sundays are here. I can knock yeah. out my my five days a week, go from there, really kind of like six, five and a half, like Saturday mornings and then do my thing. So I still get my competitive edge out because it's still in there. It comes oh, out every yeah. once in a while, you know. Absolutely. Um, see, I, I see it with you, you know, with your competition stuff and stuff from there. So, you know, it, it, it's just, you know, a lot of people – after baseball, it's very, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you follow Flama. Um, uh, he's, I'll, I'll turn you on to him. He's, yeah, yeah. hopefully he gets back to his rant lifestyle on, on what a lot of the stuff that he likes to get to because he's a little bit more adult in situations. You know, he's a little, sure. not, not ask for permission. He's going to come right at you. Yeah. Um, and let you know what you're doing wrong. Uh, -huh. uh, it's very aggressive. But in the same sense, like it's, it's very eye opening because, until you read the stats and still you understand how hard it really is to get to the big leagues, you know, and, and how, how you have to be aware of your situation, but you also, yeah. you know, I had a debate with my, with, with my fiance about this recently and you being an athlete too. I, I'm not even sure I did a little research, but I, yeah. I wanted to stop. So before I go into that, what, how, where, what level of baseball did you, or what level of athletics did you get to on everything? I finished up playing division one baseball out of UMBC. Uh, I was okay. a pitcher. I was a closing pitcher out there. Uh, I was one of those guys that didn't throw hard enough from up here from the right side, so I dropped down here and was like, let's let's get crazy with it. Like, I, yeah. I want to compete. Like, let's go. Uh, yeah. You know, 87 from the right side, Division One isn't anything special. So I was like, well, I'll throw 84 from down here and do something a little different. So, so I got dropped down my freshman year of college, too, and I hated it. Really? That's kind of like what started this whole thing. I threw I, – I was the last year of draft and follow. Uh -huh. And and so our entire junior college down in, in Pensacola, which was in the panhandle, I'm not sure if you heard of it, but they just feed the SEC and ACC. Yeah. That's all they do. It's best some of the best ball players in the country, freshman, sophomore. And uh -huh. the, like the entire sophomore classes of, of these JUCO guys go off and play D1. Yep. And uh, I was the slowest throwing guy at 88. And the next right. closest guy was, it was 93 to 100. And we were all the same age. And that's really when I learned that I was not doing it right. I was like, right. okay, what have you been doing? <laughs> oh, you've been working out since you were eight. Okay, what about you? <laughs> right. You started at okay. 10? You started yeah. at 12? Yeah. Okay, I messed up. I messed yeah. up. I took, I took ground balls and hacks the whole time. And, and I, don't, yeah. I don't look like you guys. I don't move like you guys. You know? And so I ended up getting redshirted and in the process of that. I screwed up. And uh, so I, my play catch partner, also redshirt guy, um, got the yips, which was scary because he got two versions of the yips, uh -huh. which people don't know about. There's multiple versions of the yips, everybody. Okay, <laughs> there's the lack of feel of throttle yips, which scares you. That's that guy that can only throw 95 from 20 feet away. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then there's the guy that throws slow, 
but has no idea where it's going and throws it over your head, balances it, does whatever. And let me tell you, and I'm sure you've seen this too, it's all fun. It's all fun for about 10 minutes. Then it gets scary because you do not – it seems like it's contagious sometimes. I've seen it uh-huh. transfer from one guy to another. I'm not sure. Yeah. Have you seen anybody get the yips and then, like, we, it move through people? We, we had a catcher that got that way, like, just – it was it was just like major league like couldn't throw it back to the pitcher and yeah it like you'd see something like that and then pitcher would get like a pfp and all of a sudden i don't know if i can throw this thing to first and it would be that same thing at you know here comes a 100 mile an hour fastball from 30 feet away or it was just 10 feet in the ground yeah so (laughs) contagious is right so so anyway this this guy they try to drop him down trying to have him figure it out and I'm watching him, I'm watching it, and then I just happen to be at the field and watch one of our shortstops do a slow role play. And so I just tell him, I'm like, dude, just act like you're doing a slow – now, granted, he's 6'5", so, like, in my head, I'm, I'm 6'2 at the time. Uh-huh. ended up being 6'3 after college. I'm like, just reach down like you're doing a slow roller. Like, I, you know, I just thought it was a normal thing. He couldn't figure it out. He, he got worse. He, like, he would, like, bend over and then come back, and then I would be like, oh. So I did it, and I was like, just like this. Did it once, pitching coach saw it. There you go. Hey, that, do that again. You. Yeah. Do it again. Do it. Wow, that was way too natural. We got to do it. Oh man. Yeah. And so ended up ended up getting eighty six and mm-hmm. had a really good following year. But the problem was I never pitched in a meaningful game. You were up up ten down ten, and I'm like, yep. sucks. This is yeah. This is not what I wanted. You know, I wanted to compete. I wanted to be I'll in the moment. And, yeah. Uh, throw hard, do your thing, and and uh, ended up working out for the better because I really figured out what worked and what didn't as far as my own throwing you know i ended up uh at the end of the season i had like 26 i mean stupid numbers like i looked it up and i'm like how did i i like 26 innings 35 k's like one something here i did really well but like just never felt important never felt like this is what i should be doing you know and and so just reinvent yourself go back to throwing over the top and do whatever you want to do you know so yeah that's all you know yeah yeah all right, so let's get into some of the the more interesting stuff right there. I see, you know, can we can we dive into your philosophy on a lot of your training stuff? Because yeah. you know, there's there's a bunch of aspects that I want to get into because I yeah. really like a lot of what you do with the competition. You know, the the agility stuff that you do. The you know, I I, I don't want to ruin it because like no, just man. let's just let's just get into kind of what your philosophy is on everything because. If everybody isn't following you, they totally should because it's like I always see little trinkets here and there and stuff, or you know, you always got good phrasing and everything going on. So, what what do we got? What's if we if we come in to Crucible Performance, and yeah. and we're we're trying to get after it. What what's what are we going to start with? We're going to start with some energy. You better believe that we're going to start with some energy. I mean, the biggest thing that we're focused on, and I tell this to all the parents, is I'm trying to help change your kid from the inside out. You know, and we try to sync the, the head and the heart up first from the get go, uh, because I can give them the perfect workout. But if their heart's not in it, if their head's not like if they're not synced up, you're not going to get anything out of it. So we, we start from the get go of having a purpose. And like, why are you even here? Are you doing this to make your mom and dad happy? Or are you sitting here saying, hey, like, I want to play Major League Baseball. And, you know, we talk to them about that. Say, look, if you want to play Major League Baseball, you got to have major league baseball effort. You got to have major league baseball focus. Like you got to be do live that lifestyle now. Like that doesn't you don't just become a major league baseball player uh, just because just because like you got to start doing it before. You got to be a major league baseball player beforehand 
and then up they get you allow that. Um, so we're we're starting with energy, and we're getting some kids fired up. Uh, we're getting we're lighting that fire on the inside, not just under their feet. Like any coach can sit here and say, "Move fast, go do this, get sweaty, puke, like whatever." No, I want that fire to come from the inside of the athlete, and so that way when they walk through those doors, it's like, "Oh, it's game time." Um, so you know that's that's where we start. Um, all of our all of our sessions we do in a group format uh, because I a lot of the sports that they're playing are group sports. And I love creating leaders. I love creating these guys to be able to go out, guys and girls, to be able to go out and lead by example. So we're always competing. You know, a lot of our warm-ups, you know, we, we get hot, we get, we get sweaty, we do that whole thing. But there's a competition in that. And that's probably some of the stuff yeah. you've seen on social media. Like, exactly. We're, we're going to compete at some point because just like you said, you know, I'm 32 as well, like – there is that competitive thing in me that's like, I don't care what we're doing. It's a competition and let's go. And you got to have that. You can't, you can't get where you want to go without having some of that fire. Um, and and teaching the kids a, how to win, like how to compete. Oh, you're tired. You're going up against somebody bigger. Find a way, like find a way. Um, but then at the same time, you know, if it's a reaction drill, you can have a high school kid, you know, with, you know, a senior with a freshman or maybe even an eighth grader, if they get put in the session because they're good enough, it's like, oh, hey, eighth grader, you can you can compete still. Like nothing I says go, that you can't. I go even further. I had an eight-year-old competing against a 16-year-old in a, in a strike pitching competition. You know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a flat ground short, you know, it was about 40 feet or so, uh-huh. but just competing, you know. Yeah. And, and the funny thing was first round, a 16-year-old underestimated the eight-year-old, came out and whipped his butt. And, yeah. I, and, and I went, are you going to, are you really going to lose to an eight-year-old? Uh-huh. You got to step I like, up. I was like, you're not supposed to lose to an eight-year-old. You need to turn right. your focus on and do what you got to do. Yep. And he goes, well, I mean, he's a kid. I'm like, he's fine. Don't protect him. He, yep. did he not just whip your butt in four right. throws? Yeah. He just whipped your butt in four throws. He did not give you a chance, did he? Uh-huh. No, yep. he didn't. Then yep. you do the same thing to him. He'll be fine. You're not going to hurt his feelings. He's That's exactly go. it. That's and if exactly he does, it. And if he doesn't, he's to learn how to lose, learn how to compete, just like you're saying. And I love that, like you're saying. Like we just walked into the door of a hypothetical situation of being an athlete. We got energy, we got competition, and we yeah. got, you know, really a group setting, an environment that I think out of all the training 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 that I've done in college and the facilities that I've been to, I think the militarization, that's a hard word, militarization <laughs> of <laughs> training is just not the way to go about it. It's not no. fun. No. It's, there's no energy. There's no anything like you're saying. And that's really where, you know, I love what you're doing. You know, you do your little selfie, you see the kids get in there, they get excited. They want to have yeah. fun with it. And I think that's really what it's all about of getting a lot of good stuff out of it. Cause I do the same thing. And, you know, yeah. I had a guy, I had a, one of my, one of my best older clients that I've had for a year where he's pulling down 98, his highest is 97 yeah. and he, we're at 95, 96. And then at this new gym that we're at, the people have never seen anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's more of a, a personal training gym. Yeah. You know, they got their you know, Olympic lifting and stuff like that. So they haven't really seen somebody perform in front of them like that. And I'm jumping up and down. He's jumping up and down. The whole gym stopped and they're watching us. Yeah. And, and I'm like, That's dude, awesome. I, you know, and it's just something small. Like, man, I don't even think you can throw 98. <laughs> Get in their just, head. Just yeah. like that. And he's like, oh, you don't yeah. think so? I'm like, no, I don't think you can. Yeah. Next one, whack 98. And I'm yeah. like, oh, geez. And he's like, did you see that? I'm like, I mean, a fluke. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you can do it again. You know, and yeah. a lot of people misconstrue that for 
you know, really that is a very, you know, you're trying to hold it in. I'm sure you know, uh -huh. but you're oh, also yeah. trying to motivate and see what else you can get out of them, you know? Yep. And that goes into the coaching thing. Like there's going to be certain athletes that respond to that. And then there's going to be certain athletes where it's like, oh, you, you don't think that I can do it. And they're just going to like, yeah. to, you know, and so the fact that you, you know, that athlete well enough that this is going to stoke a fire. Like, and so, so much of our, many of our kids, we have like that younger population. We've got the elite guys, but a lot of our stuff right now is that middle school age group. And it's, it's building that, that confidence up that says, Hey, I can compete. I can do really, really well. Um, but if I don't, I can learn something from it. Like good. It, it's that good mentality. Good. I'm glad I, yeah. I I'm glad I lost. Cause now I know what I need to get better at. Oh, I was too slow. Oh, my transition was terrible or whatever it was my change of direction. Um, you know, or maybe I just, I was just not awake. Like I, I got to get my nutrition better because I haven't eaten since 12 o'clock and it's a 7 PM session. Like, you know, so it, it's, uh, it's, it's a Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll thing, his things always compete, right? You know, and I, I love it. I love the competition between athletes, but then we put the biggest competition between them and themselves. Like, I, I don't, you not showing up and not giving your best, it's not affecting me, it's affecting you. Mm -hmm. So I need you to be better tomorrow than you were today. We talk about getting 1% better, 1% better today than you were yesterday. And guess what? Tomorrow you better be 1% better. And that might be getting your nutrition right. That might be just doing your mobilities. That might be just listening to an audio book and like getting your mind right. Like, don't tell me you don't have time for all this stuff when you tell me you've got 10 hours of Fortnite over the weekend. <laughs> like, you know, you tell me you want to be about being a major league baseball player. Don't tell me that. And then tell me, oh, I didn't have time to read that book that you gave me, coach, because uh, I just didn't have time. Well, you had 10 hours of Fortnite. I saw you on Twitch, like you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's breaking down those that mindset and and changing it to that that mindset of excellence, and I'm doing everything I can every single day to get better. Um, but yeah, it's that competition, and then and then we get into the workout, right? And you know we got all that stuff going on before we even get into the workout, and then uh, all of our athletes get their own workout designed for them. Like it's a, it's a personalized program uh, based on what they need because we do evaluations because um, no two athletes are the same. You know, we'll have a, an All-American rugby girl next to a guy trying to go play, you know, Division One baseball. They're not going to be trained in the same. They're, they're two high-caliber athletes pushing, and they can feed off of each other that way. Um, and there's like a mutual respect there, but I, I can't train them the same, so – yeah, but, and, and honestly, I think that it's great that you're mixing the sports as well as the boys and girls into it because it definitely creates a different dynamic. You know, you see, I actually, I've actually seen to where a guy, you know, father has removed his son from a group warm-up training situation just because there was a girl in there. And I really, I was thinking like, what, are you just mad that your 12-year-old's not as good as the girl's 12-year-old? Is that what's right. going on? Or are you just yeah. like... You think that it's should be separate. Like, I'm confused of what your strategy of why you remove your kid when he's 12. Like mm -hmm. he should, by the way, Hey dad, Hey dad, if your kid is beat by a 12 year old girl, yes, you did something wrong. You shouldn't be embarrassed, <laughs> but you should let him wear that. And then you yeah. should just ask him about that question. Yeah. Hey, do you remember when that girl beat you in every race <laughs> and it will work? I'm telling you it Let's... will, it will light a fire. 
It's yeah, it's going to filter them one way or the other. It's going to it it's either going to motivate them and say, hey, I need to do more, or it's going to be that filter that says, you know, it, it's really not that important to me. And at that point, it's coaching the parent to say, hey, like if your kid wants to go another direction, that we got to let them go another direction. Uh, yeah. Like we we can't live vicariously through our kid. Like as hard as that is, and that's one of the biggest areas that we I coach on is with the parents. It's like, you know, I know you really, really want this for them, mm-hmm. but they're the ones doing the work. And if yeah. they don't want to do it, I don't care how yeah. much money you pay me, they're not going to do it. Just yeah. like they wouldn't do whatever somebody else was paying for them to do. Like it, it, it starts here and here. And yeah. uh, we, we got to get that synced up. So as much coaching as I do with the kids, we do with the parents as well, sure. um, which is which is good, which is fun. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, all right, so let's get some more to the training stuff. That's yeah. awesome. You know, I'm glad you being a baseball guy too that we can get into some of this stuff about training and stuff in there and a little bit more specific. What are your um your your training style? There's a big. There's another. We're polar opposites on stuff that where people are either linear or rotational. Yeah. What What's your as as a trainer? What is your, what's your take on that? Do you feel like, you know, is it one or the other? Do you need both? What, what do you feel in that situation? I kind of, again, I, I don't jump into one camp or the other. I look at some of the best athletes in the world and they can do both. You know, they, they, they can run in a straight line they can, or they can rotate. Like our, our philosophy is just make the best athlete that we possibly can. If, you, if you're not rotating well, let's get you stronger rotating. Uh, that's that's not going to be a bad thing. It's not going to make you a worse athlete. Um, and if if we need to just get you stronger, like I don't, I've never heard anybody just a coach say, "Hey, son, you're just too strong." Like, you know, let let's get you stronger in that in that aspect. So it, uh, I fell into the world of rugby kind of uh, by chance. You know, we've had success, a lot of success with our rugby athletes, and I watch some of those guys and girls and the stuff that they're having to do. You know, when, when it goes, I don't know if you guys watch the Olympics or anything like that, but some of those athletes, the, the way that they're conditioned with how strong they are, how big they are, and then the, the way that they move, I'm like, if I can make every athlete like that, like that would be awesome if you're playing baseball, basketball, soccer, like I don't care what it is. Totally um, agree. Totally so, percent. Yeah. So it, I'm not going to say, nope, just this or just that. Uh, and again, it depends on the, on the athlete too. Like certain kids, you 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 get them working linear, they're just fine. But as soon as you start getting go rotationally, they're all over the place. And vice versa, you mm-hmm. get a lot of these like rotational athletes that all they did was rotate, but you tell them to bend over and touch their toe. I have no idea what to do. I can't I can't do it. So it's it's finding the weakness as fast as you can, and then let's let's attack that and make that a strength. So. Yeah, efficiency. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. So as, as far as philosophies, is it safe to say that, you know, especially in like a pitching motion kind of thing, mm-hmm. yeah. do you feel like you were more linear or more rotational and as when you were throwing? When, so I was, I was initially I was way up here. I was kind of like a mid three quarters. And then when I came down here, uh, I was probably, if you can, if you can call it a blend, you know, but it was, it was probably a lot more rotational for sure. Like if I just think about me, I was five foot 10, I was 170 pounds. It it was kind of that I'd watch guys like a Pedro and I'm like, he's just whipping for all he is worth. And I was 
trying to whip for all. I, I didn't have that frame behind me. Uh-huh. Um, so I was just spinning like Bob Gibson. Like, let's, let's just rotate this thing off. And if yeah. I'm flying way over there, so yeah. be it. If I can get the ball to go as hard as I can that way. Yeah. Um, that was kind of my philosophy. Like, I had a lot of people say, well, you got to land this way. I'm like, yeah, but if I do that, I'm throwing the ball 60 miles an hour. Like, I love, I love like, how you say that. Yeah, because that's one thing I, I loved about um, – you know, um, do you follow Randy Sullivan over at the Florida Baseball yep. Ranch? Yep. I just he, he he put up he did a podcast with I'm not I don't remember who I think it was the I think it's the the guys for the uh, baseball convention or the clubhouse I'm not sure I don't really remember where yeah. it was but either way the, the 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 podcast was just phenomenal and he was just talking about how hard it is to have perfect mechanics and we keep talking about repeatable perfect mechanics and it's just practically impossible to have the same timing to the same reach and then really is you know you could if you could make it simple and and for what you're saying and what i'm saying if the more stable that you can be the better athlete that you can be the better you're going to perform and i really see a big difference in in a lot of my athletes and a lot of the stuff that we do is 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 we're trying to be as stable as we can be as fast as we can and rotate so i mean i would you know for what I'm seeing, where I got to with what I try to do with stuff, I think it is a little bit of both. I think that the, you know, I treat energy as a ball, as like a system mm-hmm. that is moving. And when you move through your your motion and you're really trying to uh, create the energy in this, you know, it, it's really not like any other sport where no. you're at you're at a standstill. And you're trying. There's a. There's a. There's kind of rules if you think about it. Like, cause, yeah. you know, yeah. you're supposed to be connected to the rubber. You're supposed to do all this stuff, and no one ever is. You yeah. know, and 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 so watching all these this playoff baseball and all this stuff, it's yeah. it's it's so validating. I, at least on my side of business, you know, on yours, and people start asking, well, how do these guys throw 100? How do they throw 98? And I'm like, well, one, they don't stop training. Two, they've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah, that, that's one of the things. The, they don't stop training. I, I can't tell you how many guys I try to get that across. Like, don't stop. Like, why are you going to just stop suddenly? Like, I don't know how what you did during your seasons. If you continue to train during season and lift, it, like, it's okay to lift. It's okay to be strong. It's okay to, like, maintain that. Yeah. Um, you, you see the guys that, like you said, are still throwing hard. It it's October and they're throwing the ball hard still. Yeah. Like they're training, they're doing yeah. this. Stuff. No, I was an everyday guy. I really yeah. was. It was, a, it was a, uh, for me, it was a must. I was, it was a wake up. Matter of fact, the highest level I got to was Mexican league winter ball. And I played for a team called Los Mochis and, and our team hotel right outside of it was this mom and pop um, breakfast lunch spot. And uh, I would, dude, it was some of the best food that I have every day, but <laughs> I would get up, I'd have myself a little protein shake, yeah. and then I would go to the gym, mobilities, arm care, everything. You know, I'd spend two hours, two hours in there doing everything, rolling out, trying to get yeah. everything. Because one, I was the closer slash emergency guy, I guess you uh, could say, because and there were times I went in the seventh, times I went in the eighth, the ninth. It really just depends what's going on. Shoot, halfway through the season, our number five starter got hurt. They threw me in there. So, like, <laughs> nice. I, just being adaptable, doing what I had to do, you know, and then ended up going back to the bullpen once that guy got healthy, you know, and, yeah. and it is so hard to be consistent and people don't understand that. And you're watching some yeah. of these guys be consistent, not only performance wise, but training wise. And 
you know, it sounds like you're a little bit of a Gary V guy too, but you know, I, I always try to watch what, what they do. I don't really care what you say yep. or what you do on the field. I want to see the other stuff, mm-hmm. the behind the scenes stuff. What are you doing on your own? And yep. that's where you, you're seeing a lot of like unlocking of information mm-hmm. or validating, like we were saying before, where you got big leaguers that, you know, the, the day after the season, they're in their gym, yep. you know, and even if he's just taking a selfie or doing whatever, what is that? What that tell that should tell you a lot. Like yeah. the stopping, the resting, the, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, I'm sure you see it too with all kinds of stuff where you see people, ah, oh, we, we got to take a break. You know, he just got done with football and, and uh, he's, you know, he's, he needs a couple weeks before to get ready for baseball. Now one, I could see mentally with that, like, okay, yeah. you just got, I could see that, you know, but I'm, I'm still going to try to drive the point. Like, listen, you don't have to come in and throw. Please come in and work out because yeah. it's going to take us six to eight weeks just to get back to where we need to be. Yep. And then it's going to take us another six to eight weeks to build up to where you want to be. Yep. So Absolutely. It, you know, now we're talking about four months and it's October and the season yep. starts in January and you don't right. have four months. Okay. Do you understand how important it is? You know, and the parents are like, oh. Okay. Okay. Now yeah. we got it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you have to understand how it works. Yep. And, and not to mention you want them around that culture. I mean, if you've got a culture that's kind of pushing this mindset of, Hey, 1% better every day, like you don't necessarily have to lift today to get better, but you can be, you can get better being around this culture and around this mindset. And if you're constantly around thoroughbred. So one of my, one of my mentors is Todd Durkin out there in San Diego. So I was just out in San Diego, uh, this earlier this year. So you might, you might've smelled me out there, but, uh, you know, I was, you know, I was out there and he, he talks about that all the time. Like get yourself around some thoroughbreds. And if you can constantly and consistently, like you said, be around high performers, like even if you're in your off time, you're going to be getting a whole heck of a lot better, you know, recovering around thoroughbreds than you are recovering on your own. And just like, okay, here we go back into the motions. Like, it, it, it's so much of this is mindset. When you see these elite performers, it's, it's mindset, it's mindset, it's mindset. And they, they get back with these elite trainers or their coaches or whoever, uh, not because it's going to be the, the greatest workout in the world, but they're around that culture again. And um, it is, it, it's just getting back into that. That's so important. Not ever leaving that. All right. I'm making signs. I'm making signs and putting them all over the gym. That's I love it. it. I love 100% it. Sound better. 1% better. better. I've heard it for, you know, a long time, a lot, you know, some people do, some people haven't, but you know, it's just, you're right. It is creating the culture, the mindset. And when people come to, I'm sure when I know when they come to your place that they feel it, you know, and it's, it's kind of a, you know, if, if it's kind of an escape, you know, and I try to explain to the kids, you can come in here, whatever's going on in your head from school, you know, parents, life, whatever the issue is, you can turn that off. You can train your butt off and put it on hold for a second. It's an escape, you know, and I'm sure as you a ball player, I, I really find that a lot of baseball players handle adversity and failure differently than most than most people. I think it's one of the most humbling sports, especially in the beginning, because, you know, just like we're creating those super athletes on the other side of it, the kids that are getting beat, the ones that aren't doing it right, you know, you're in a make or break situation. Either, yeah. either you're going to fold and call it a night and change your, change your idea or, or you're going to, you know, stand your ground and start doing something about it. And, you know, yeah. and, you know, if we can keep that mindset going out there, just like you do every day. And I, I try to do the same thing is, is try to try to try to 
try to change your own storyline. Try to try to do something. Like be yeah. be a, be able to to understand that it's not hard to do. You just gotta put the freaking controller down and make a plan to be able to yeah. do something. And granted, I was you know I tell kids all the time I am not against video games because I understand what it is, but I use it as dessert and I did it in college and I feel like that really got me. I could, I would put on a sticker on my system challenge. Maybe, maybe we'll start a challenge with that. I put a sticker on my system saying, did you do everything you could to get to the major leagues today? And I would look at it and if I, all right, I got, you know, there were times that I would sit down, turn it on. There'd be that new, I mean, you're this, Hey, you're the same age as me. So you probably remember when we were in college, the Call of Duty beta Call was Duty. out, yep, and yeah. they were and they were giving it away, and everybody was playing it. Yep. It was the craziest free game I'd ever played. I was having nut dreams from it, and when I did, I was like, <laughs> I was going like, all right, I can't, I can't, right. I cannot invest this much time. I see what's going to happen. Yeah. So, I would make sure that I would go to the gym twice a day, beyond what the the workout for the school was and stuff from there, and and just really make sure that before when I sat down to it, normally it was like 11 o'clock by then, but you know, I got all my stuff done from there. I'd play for a couple hours and go to bed and do from there. So, you know, it is from there. It is what it is. Um, That brings me to a very interesting point that I just thought of right there. A question that I wanted to ask you from there. How do you deal with athletes who have a program at their school and you what, what's your strategy on those guys? Let's say those guys go to the gym, they go to practice, they do what they can do, but you know, like I know, they're not doing everything they can. Yeah. You know, it's uh, okay, what did you do? Oh, well, we, we squatted, we deadlift, we power cleaned, and we bench press. Yeah. Today? You did yeah. that today. <laughs> right. Like, right. Well, you know, so what, what's your, what? I'm sure you run into this issue too with oh. stuff all the time. What, what, what's your plan with that? How do you handle that? Uh, a lot of times, if it's a school class, if it's high school strength training or something like that, I'll just reach out to that instructor and say, hey, like they're doing this on the outside. Can I get an idea of what you got? Like, what, what is your plan for the semester or for like, what is their, their spiel? What are they doing? So that way we're not smashing the same thing over and over and over again. Like that's kind of counterproductive. Um, but I mean, Sometimes you get a response back, sometimes you don't, and that can be frustrating. Um, with the kids that are in like a high school, a lot of times it is, hey, this is our plan today. You know our plan. Can you talk to your instructor and say, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing, and we can make some amends on their end? Or it's that kind of like what you – it sounds like you do. It's like, what you, what'd you do today? And yeah. if we need to make some adjustments, like we'll make some adjustments – uh, but at the same time, I know that they're probably not putting out the same way that they put out in here. Exactly. Um, you know, if, if it's a, if it's somebody that's like, oh yeah, I, I went to the, the Y yesterday and I, I lifted. Okay, cool. You know, I, I pretty much can guarantee that it's not the stuff that you need to be doing because it's stuff you need to be doing. You hate doing, you know, whether it's, you know, your plyos or you hate, rear foot elevate squat and like you, you know, whatever it is, the things that are going to make you better, you know, you're probably not doing cause it's hard. Um, and unless you're in our environment, you're probably not going to go do, unless you're a special person, like you're not going out and doing the hardest thing you can do because they're like, man, I'm terrible at this. I'm going to do more of it. Um, so it, 
that's a hard one. It, it's so hard with so many kids going out there and, and having these classes and, and the, they'll pull up a, a video on YouTube and they'll, you know, they'll do this and it's like, okay, cool. But are you getting the best out of it? Um, so that, that is a hard one that we're constantly fighting and trying to marry up with the schools and the coaches. Um, well, and that, that's the other thing now that we're running into is all these teams are, have uh, travel leagues in the fall that carry over to the winter, that carry over to the spring, over to the summer. It's like nonstop. So they'll have their high school team, but then they'll also have their travel team that, oh, yeah, we're doing strength and conditioning for this. And then, oh, we're, we're also doing this uh, with you. So ugh, sometimes it's just like <laughs> today you're just sitting here and we're, you're going to read a book. No, but uh, yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's a hard balance and trying to get the – trying to get the parents even sometimes to buy into the idea of, look, if this strength or that this summer team or whomever is so adamant that you do their stuff that they're not willing to let you come over here and do ours, is that really the right team that you need to be on? Um, yeah. You know, if it's just a, a money thing at this, at some point to where they're like, no, you've got to be here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best team for you to be on uh, when you can, sit there and say, look, we're doing this out of our own pocket over here with a professional. Um, that's a hard conversation to have sometimes, but uh, I think it's a necessary one. So I couldn't agree anymore. I, I have a, a client that the team, the high school team, now it was optional for them to be working out at this CrossFit gym. I don't know why that this yeah. – I'm trying to figure out also, sidebar, why CrossFit got so popular in the weightlift in like the baseball world? Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how that transition happened or whatever. Unless that it's just a gym and it's a fad. That's the only thing I can really come up with. But I, yeah. this same. So the parents of this particular athlete understand everything that we're doing. He's one. Of, he's one of my longest running athletes and everything. And they're actually frustrated at the point because we've talked about the why and all that stuff. And I uh -huh. and. And they know to when, okay, if you're going to go to this gym, can I see the workouts? Can we talk about this? Can we see what's going on? And sure enough, how it does, they give you the, the spiel. It sounds like everything's going to be good. Last week, the kid did 200 burpees and 200 wall balls. Why? Which is a squat wall ball. And yeah, I went, why? Hey, for the people that don't know. And I said the same thing. I was like, what did you get out of that? And he's like, well, I threw up twice. And I said, well, what did they tell you there? And he said, I got stronger. I go, yeah. did you? Yeah. Did you or did you, or did you just hate your life and probably did terrible technique through the whole thing? Right, and I you know? think I think that's why CrossFit has gotten so big with a lot of different sports teams is because there's coaches out there that uh, they think, oh, you puked, it's insanely hard, you got better today, uh, as opposed to hey, maybe today is it's a low effort kind of day and it's it's active recovery day for you. Um, you, oh, what do you mean you're not hobbling out of the gym? Like, did you get better? Like, they, they put those two things together probably because they had a coach back with football practice or back in the day that ran them into the ground, and that's how they feel that coaching is good. Um, so I do a lot of talks around this area talking about that specifically with a lot of the, the coaches. Like, they don't need to be if, – if they're puking, you're probably doing something wrong. Uh, like, we – you know, you got to get that every once in a while. Like I would push myself so hard that I'd end up puking, but that wasn't because of the workout. That was because I was pushing myself so hard. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, uh, I think that's probably why those things have kind of like popped up. So, 
Yeah. And, yeah. So you you deal with the same thing too. So all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a little frustrating with stuff, and then, you know, especially you know, it's funny because I'm I'm newer to the area, of San Diego. Really, it's only been about a year that I've been working here, but through social media, through some things, and through some success with some guys, I'm I'm growing nicely. Things are going well, and and I'm I'm enjoying the athletes that I have because, you know, I've almost even started a. Um, I'm in the process of finishing up an application process just to even be able to train with me. If you don't answer these questions correctly, I don't want a, a non-serious athlete. And, you know, I'm, I, I don't discriminate against age or anything because I think the earlier that we can get these kids learning actually how to throw, because I think that there's some ridiculous video floating around the little league uh, on teaching these kids how to swing up and throw and like, Cobra to the sky and all this nice. stuff. And, yeah. and, you know, like I, that's the only thing that I can think of because I run into it every day. You know, I had yeah. a dad recently. I can, you, you know, this dad, this dad has the matching gear, the matching yeah. hat. He's yeah. got the camera, the phone out, everything that he does. And I did an eval lesson with the kid, turn the radar gun. Cause my evals I do differently than for yeah. what I've seen a lot of guys. I, I want to see you move. I want to see you throw. I watch you yeah. warm up. I watch you. I run you through some drills. I put you through some warm ups. And then we're going to play catch and I'm going to probably yep. see what I need to see after we play catch. Now, after that, see that net over there. I'm going to see how fast you can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to be super vague about it. You know, yep. and most of them, they don't use their legs. They don't shuffle. They just hear, throw the ball. So yep. they, they, you know, you know, I try to challenge them, see what we can get to. And we watch the radar gun and it goes up or down or whatever's going on. I'm like, right. okay, cool. All right, let's video you. Let's talk about it. And yeah. I remember this particular dad, I, I videoed it, talked about it. And I said, hey, dad, do you know anything about me or who I am or what I can do or anything? He goes, no, we really got referred by these other people. They said, you know, we like you, but we really, I didn't really do any research. I'm like, all right, cool. Give me five throws. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Did am I cold or have you seen me do anything? No, I haven't seen you do anything. Okay, hold on. Whack, you know, five in a row. Bam, 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 bam. All shuffles, all as hard as I can. You know, and normally five throws, I, I start off around anywhere like 72, but I'll end up around like 88, 89 or something like that. You know, sometimes they'll pop a 90 within five throws. And the dad does every time. They're always like, what? Yeah. What's going on? And I'm like, well, I just kind of want to prove to you that like way you think you're moving is not efficient. And mm-hmm. your son's trying to impress me by having like perfect mechanics with tucking his glove and doing all this stuff. Yeah. And that's not really what it's about, about when you're trying to learn how to throw hard. It's, right. it's, it's, it's way, it's way simpler than what you think it is. You, mm-hmm. And so the kid was like looking at me and he's like, wait, you just, you just threw that cold. And I said, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And my arm feels fine. Right. And then he's like, uh, and you can see they have this process, they have this processing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go over some more things. Let's see. Let's see if you can see what I'm doing and let's talk about how you're throwing the ball. And then not to mention, you didn't even use your legs. You had zero momentum. You had nothing going into it. So let's start with that. And you know, all of them end up throwing faster than they did before. And then the dad goes back to the, okay, well he can't do that in pitch. And I said, well, dad, we're not working on pitching. I got to teach you. I got to teach you son how to throw without pain as hard as he can, where he wants to, then we can teach pitching. Then pitching's a whole other thing. Yep. And he's like, okay, now, you know, and, and I'm like, hey, dad, you throw the ball. That's probably my most favorite. <laughs> That's my most favorite one, yeah. you know, and you see him immediately go, you know, way too overthinking. They get, okay, they get the glove. They're, they're yeah. trying to, you see him do all trying these to do motions, it right. trying to do yeah. it right and all this stuff. And, you know, they throw yeah. it and they're like, 
50, you know, or something like that. And then, and then I go, okay, here you go. 12 year old beat your dad, <laughs> you know, and it's just a, it's a different yeah. way to go about it, but yeah. you can, it's not, it's kind of funny these days that I, and I, but I enjoy it though. You have to sure. prove yourself to, yeah. you know, so people to understand, yeah. but you know, that's, that's really how I try to do it. And if anybody, you know, in San Diego comes, that's exactly, that's exactly how I do it every time. I've, I, if I can, you know, uh, fortunately enough, I, I figured some things out earlier in my career and I was able to have a video of me throwing 96 and see what I did in a game, what exactly what everything that I did. But one, and it's, of course, it's that one perfect pitch. You know, it's the fastball yeah. down and into the righty, yeah. 96 spotted. Okay, cool. And, and the philosophy of if I can just do that again, then I should be able to repeat that, you know, and that's. I believe that's a Tom House philosophy of exactly so, yeah. of what he, you know, his big thing was. Okay, if you have video of you throwing a hundred, let's break down what you were doing in a hundred and just do it again. Yep. You know, and which is a great thing. In theory, you just, just got to understand the systems, like you know, in order to be yep. able to accomplish those things from there. So yeah. that's the way I like to do it. Is it, it? Do are you? It doesn't really seem like you're on the throwing side of stuff too much. Is are is that something you guys have available at your at your facility as well? We do. We do have. A, we've got an indoor cage back back there somewhere um, that we're we're actually just getting set up. Since we're finally in here, we've got a thousand projects we're doing, and that's one of the the last ones or the first ones that we're trying to do uh, right here. But uh, yeah, when it I do the same thing honestly when it comes to looking at a kid and throwing, like just just throw the ball. Like I want to see where you're at. Let's go. And the key word that I love that you said was video. Like the video is not going to lie. Uh, let's just see exactly what you're doing. I don't care what you tell me you're doing. Let's just see what you're actually doing. And then let's, you know, one of my favorite things is let's, let's look at a, a pro guy. Like who, who is your favorite guy that throws hard or, you know, whatever. And their technology is so awesome. Like information is such a great thing. The, the, the world we live in, we have so much information uh, that it, we can get to anything. But, man, sometimes it's information overload on people. And that's when you get the – the, the people coming in trying to be picture perfect already. Um, you know, so let's just look and see what these guys are doing. You know, there, there's Kimbrel throwing this way or whatever it is. Like, Whew. he throws the ball. Hey, he was bringing it last night, wasn't he? <laughs> he throws the ball hard. Yeah. And, and I'll do that a lot of times. I'll say, you see the video? Okay, just do that and you'll throw 103 or whatever, you know. Yeah. And they just start laughing. <laughs> just do that. Um, Have, you heard but, story? Have you heard this story about how he learned how to throw hard? No, no. Well, yeah, I did actually. Or no, I have not heard Kimbrel's. I was going to say I heard uh, Wagner's. But no, Kimbrel, it's similar. They're very really? similar. Yeah, Kimbrel broke his ankle um, for his freshman year of high school, and his brother wanted a long toss still, so they would go huh. to the field, and he would take a knee and throw with his brother. There you go. There you and go. He did it, and he did it for like eight weeks. And then next thing you know, he was up, you know, so-and-so. And now you'll see people throw from the knees. I see it a lot. I actually do it with some of my athletes on there too. I should change up their training. Hey, we're going to throw from our knees today. I'm uh, going to put a, a yoga mat down. We're going to see how yeah. hard you can throw from your knees. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are it's it's another serious? part of the body. Yeah. They're like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. I want you to see if you can figure out how to see how fast you can throw with the stuff that we're working on yeah. and go from there and use it as a – just a different workout day. And, and every time I do it, they start off they're like, all right, this is kind of weird. I'm like, but challenge yourself. There's a yeah. radar gun with a screen behind you. See how fast you can yeah. throw it from one knee, two yeah. knees. Let's see what happens. Yeah. You know? and, 
And if you could throw hard from that angle, imagine once you start adding the biggest muscles you got, like, let, let's do that. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. So I do. I love the throwing side of it, and it's fun when you see the their eyes light up. It's like, wow, I, there's more miles per hour in there. And, so uh, so we, it's safe to say that we can see some throwing videos coming in soon. Yes, and, there and will be. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, do you have any questions for me or anything that um, any – Shoot, one of my biggest questions okay. is how the heck did you find Crucible Performance on the East Coast? You being out in San Diego, how how did that end up finding up? So I am I'm good. I'm sneaky. I'm very yeah. sneaky and good at finding stuff. But really, um, you know, the the explore function of Instagram is is the if you understand hashtags and understand searching, it's very easy to find people. Yeah. And I fortunately enough. Web design, I know all that stuff. Understand yeah. um, what hashtags and 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 searchability yeah. and 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 visibility are. And so, you know, I I, I typed in the right combination of letters, and and, <laughs> and I'm able to kind of come through and, and find people. And and you know, it it um, my Instagram's not a normal Instagram. It's it's you know, cheese throwers, workouts, all kinds yeah. of you know. There's yeah. there's no Fortnite or distractions on there. It's it's yeah. it's nothing but. It's nothing but info, and uh, if you don't follow Pitchers Nation, please go do yep. that because that's yep. my favorite. I'm constantly reposting those videos because it's yeah. there's so that you know I had one of I had a, a dad ask me that man I started following Instagram and you you post so much stuff but you also mix in some of these you know big league pitches and he's like why do you do that and I was like because those are the answers right right the, when you see this guy leg lift and he's throwing a hundred miles an hour. You can also see that there's another guy that's leg lifting and doing something different, but also throwing a hundred right. miles an hour. Right. So the you know the point is that I make with that is you know that pitch is nasty from you mm -hmm. know and look how look what he's doing, yeah. look what he's doing to make the pitch do that or not do that or whatever. And, exactly. and you know the the video like you're saying I totally agree with the information and technology and all the stuff that's out there because it's the the answers are there. You know, oh, it's a, you know, it's just you have to understand what you're seeing, you yeah. know, and until you understand what you're seeing, you know, you don't even realize it's happening right in front of you. Right. It's almost it's almost like magic. That I, tell, I tell people all the time when I open your eyes and tell you what I see, what they see, and it goes from there, you'll be like, oh, OK, all right. Yeah. I see what's going on here. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. And that's what's super, super cool about like even this here. Like I'm a big believer in sharing knowledge and like we're all trying to change lives. We're trying all trying to improve, you know, people's lives. And the fact that, you know, you've got information that I don't, I might have stuff that you don't. And it's like, let's collaborate. Let's make this whole thing better. Let's, you know, it's, it's not like a, a competition thing. It's like a, a rival, like, Hey, I'm going to make you better because uh -huh. I know you're going to bring it and you're going to make me better. You know? So it's, it's that like, let's make each other better. And like this, this, this kind of thing here is awesome because all of a sudden somebody watching this, one of your guys might be like, man, I'm, I'm going to pick something up. And, uh, you know, that's and, oh, and there's vice gyms. versa. There's yeah. gems all over this podcast. We got we got a ton yeah. of really good stuff from there. Cool. And that's and that's what it's all about. That's sharing yeah. that information. For sure. Yeah, that's it. Dude, I'm, I'm all about the it, it, it's very my my father in law calls it hippie ish on a lot of things <laughs> that I say from there. But I was like, I, I think it's it's deeper than that. It's it's the regret that is inside on how I went about my training. Right. It just, it's so frustrating. And so that's where, 
you know, I'm so pumped when I get an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old that I'm like, oh, I'm like, hey, dad, can we just talk about big picture here? Right. If you can be consistent with your training for one year, just one year, you're going to see some amazing stuff happen. It's yeah. not, you know, I, I try to make sure that people understand that this is, that's part of that application thing. You have to understand you are not going to see what you think you see for six months. It takes that right. long. It, right. And then, and then from there, when you understand that, that is just the beginning. Yep. It's going to take, you know, it's going to take two, three years for us to get where you want to be. And there's going to be some bumps in the roads and you're going to be sore and you're going to get tendonitis and you're going to tweak something. But when you understand that and you're honest with me, we can fix those things in less time and yep. keep going. I had a, um, that reminds me of an awesome story that just happened like a couple weeks ago. One of my clients, dude's senior year, going well, tweaked his scap on his glove side. Okay. Hmm. Couldn't pull down, couldn't get, just couldn't get it. Just the, you know, the every, all yeah. the muscles back there just couldn't do it. Lost 10 miles an hour, went from 85 to 75 in an hour. Hmm. Right. Dad's freaking out. Goes, the trainer's telling us we need to go to the doctor. There's something wrong. I go, well, hold on. Bring him in. Let's, I, you know, I know the strength testing and stuff from there. Yeah. Obviously, us as pitchers, we've been there. Uh -huh. We know how to, you know, we had to run through the whole testing situation. I go, I don't, I don't think this is that serious. I think he, yeah, he obviously tweaked some stuff. Let's give him a little time. Let's have a little bit of ibuprofen. Let's increase the water, increase the veggies. Let's roll it out. Let's do some yeah. lacrosse ball. Let's get this so right thing going on. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's break up the scar tissue and let's start doing some strengthening simply. Uh -huh. Dude, one week, he's back. One week, wow. he came in every day, doing his eyes, Ys, and Ts, yep. doing his bent over holds, doing all of his stability, his rotations, doing everything right back into it. And then what's funny, at the end of the week, the dad was like, hey, the school wants us, they're going to pay for the school for him to go to sports medicine doctor. Cool, go for it. Doctor tells him then, just based on the information, even though the kid's saying, I'm fine, all right, uh, you need to take two weeks off, and then uh, we're going to prescribe you four to six weeks of uh, physical therapy, and then uh, then you can start throwing again. The dad calls me walking out of there, and he goes, he tells me what happened, and he goes, is, is that real life? And I said, uh, yes, that is called a standard response yep. from a doctor that doesn't has never played baseball and yep. has never been a senior in high school that has no idea what it's like to not be signed in October when you know that your life's on the on the line yeah yeah like, so what what do we do and i said can we come in and play catch today and see how it feels and we just go on feel feel it out and he came in played catch and he's like uh yeah I, I think we're good i think i'm fine all right cool uh let's go monday we'll start and uh we'll get back to it but we'll keep your we'll keep your rehab going we'll keep progression we're going to increase some throws right now we're not going to go 100 percent yet but we're just going to work into it slow but yeah. uh, instead of six weeks we really didn't lose anything now because you didn't stop Right. He's like, like you think so? I'm like, yeah, you're fine. Well, and maybe that was just a, a wake up to say, hey, get your nutrition in line. Like, exactly. Yeah. Look, it's a good mentality. Hey, I'm glad this happened now instead of down the road. So. Oh yeah. That's or awesome. or even even further, I think not even only with the nutrition. Let's just think about, did you ever have a, a tweak in a shoulder and elbow in college right. and you and you hit the panic button? Yeah, absolutely. And you were going to the training room like I was twice because I had a broken arm and no one told me what was wrong with my arm with six leaves left in my senior year. And I'm going uh, three times a day and they're putting ice and stem on it like it's actually right. going to do something. Like they say. <laughs> right. I love it. That, that's that. always the answer, right? Oh, ice and dude. stem. 
I think there was that. Uh, so if we're the same age, you know, I know you saw this video. There was the the shit bullpen pitchers say. Uh, yeah, that video was amazing because that guy, yeah. the guy was like, I think he said something like, "Hey, there's a, there's a cut, uh, there's a, there's a there's a cut on my arm. You think the trainer will put ice and stem ice on and it? Stem, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, like always the answer. Oh, dude, it was so brutal. You know, I re- I remember going in and being like, "We've done this three times a day and for three for two weeks." And I can't run and I can't throw. Right. I do believe it's time to try another strategy. Something well, else. this is hey, the doctor said four weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to do something else. Then I'm right. Gonna right. I'm, I'm going to figure something out. Yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm just going to do this plus something else because this yep. is not obviously not working. Needless to be said, we did. I didn't even know I needed an MRI to find out that I had an 85% invulsion fracture in my elbow and it was hanging that's, on by dear life. You know. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, but hey, I'm good to go now. I love I it. Still, I can still get out to, like I said, I think I got to 370. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, you know, we got the weather over here. I never stopped throwing. So. That's true. That's true. It's, it's a little rainy out here today. So yeah. that's all right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do you got anything else? No, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm cool. fired up, man. Let's go all for right. another hour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of course, there's the energy. Well, let's do this. Tell everybody where they can find you, where you're located. You know, and, 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 you know, a little bit of information about your, your, your stuff. And so people can learn about where you're at and how they should, but I'm, I'm putting my, you know, putting my Florida slash San Diego stamp at your facility. People, <laughs> if you're in the area, if you're in the Maryland, if you're in his area, go find him, do it. It will change your life. Oh man. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah. We're, uh, we're in Frederick, Maryland. So we're about a, an hour west of Baltimore. That kind of gives you kind of a little bit of a location there. But we're in, in Frederick. We're at, uh, if you're on social media and all that good stuff, we're just uh, on Instagram for all the young guys and gals, you know, uh, at Crucible Performance. Uh, we are on Facebook for all the parents and old guys like us, right? You know, <laughs> I know nobody uses that anymore, but uh, for business, that's good. And we're the same thing, facebook.com slash Performance. Uh, you can email me directly if you have any questions. Like, feel free. I try to get back to those ASAP. Just Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at crucibleperformance.us. Uh, not a .com, a .us. And then website, you know, same same thing, www.crucibleperformance.us. But, you know, we got all our stuff. Uh, message us, email. You know, I'm, I'm pretty quick with a lot of that stuff unless we're in the middle of the session. But, uh, yeah, we're fired up. And come on in. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, I guess we'll leave there. I want to thank uh, sponsor Brain Armor for the awesome stuff. Go check them out. You'll have the link in the bio here. Also check them on Instagram. Don't forget to go get your tap-weighted balls, J-bands, flush bands, your shoulder tubes, anything that's going to help you be a better pitcher or thrower on my website. Also check out my gear. Do yourself a favor. Grab you one of these awesome sweatshirts. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's been a real pleasure, Ryan. Um, dude, I... Man, I couldn't couldn't thank you enough for taking some time out of your day and come out here. We got to do this again. I've got some more ideas. Hang on uh, for a little bit after there. We'll share some ideas and some stuff from there. But you know, it's been an awesome time, um, guys. Don't forget one more thing: throw hard.